Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Therapy Podcast. Today we are going to be going through 10 reasons why you aren't getting the results you desire. So it's only going to be a quick short podcast but we're just going to go through 10 individual reasons why it could be that you're just not getting the results that you're after. Okay, let's get started with number one, which is not counting calories. So if you're not counting the amount of calories that go into your body, it means that you have no idea, you know, if you're eating too much or eating more than what your body burns. And if you have no idea, it's almost like you're blindfolded. So, you know, if you're not having the right amount of calories and if you're not in a calorie deficit, that means you're not losing body fat. And if you're trying to grow muscle, but you're not tracking your calories, you need to be doing so because to grow muscle, you also need to make sure that you are eating in a calorie, either maintenance or surplus to grow muscle because muscle needs energy. Um, And if you don't, if you aren't eating enough, then it is, you know, something that you really, really need to do. And then if you are looking to lose body fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And that means eating less calories than your body burns um, so that it can kind of, you know, in a simple term, take away the fat cells and burn the fat cells that you've got stored. So that is number one, and it is a very simple concept. If you haven't tracked your calories before, I definitely recommend it. I always use my Fitness Pal, or you can use other apps like NutriCheck, but my Fitness Pal is my favorite. You do not need the premium service for this. You can get away with just having the normal my Fitness Pal. It's what I still use now, and it's still what I love to use. So definitely, you know, have a little look into that and start counting your calories you cannot, you know, get the results without looking at your calories. There are other ways of doing it, like meal plans um, from a fitness expert or a nutritionist, nutritionist, I should say, can't even talk today. Um, But definitely something you need to be doing, making sure that you're in a calorie deficit for fat loss, or making sure you're in a calorie maintenance um, or surplus for muscle gain. But overall, it is really important to track your calories. Okay, number two, not getting steps in. So this goes for all activity. If you have an office job and you are sitting down for most of the day and you're doing one gym session, you cannot expect that gym session to make up for the amount of energy um, that you are not using per day. So step goals are super important. Activity goals are really important. It was basically talking about your total daily energy expenditure, which is basically the number of calories you burn throughout a 24 hour period. These calories come from the work your body does to keep you alive, including brain functions, breathing, digestion, and all of your physical activity. Now, if your total daily energy expenditure isn't high enough, you will find that you're not burning enough calories. This may mean that you might need to lower your calories to make up for the energy expenditure that you're not getting. Or what I recommend that you do is give yourself some step goals. People think that steps aren't that important or being very active isn't that important, but it massively is. You either need to lower your calories and keep your activity levels lower, or I would definitely recommend having your activity levels higher. There has been lots of um, scientific reviews done that show basically people's health really deteriorates when they sit down a lot of the time. So it's really, really useful to get moving, to get active and to get walking as much as possible. Okay, number three, 
drinking enough water. Are you drinking enough water? A lot of people do not drink nowhere near enough. Now, I tell all my clients to have at least three to four litres per day. And it is so important. Our body is made up of 60% or approximately 60% water. So no wonder it is a key factor into helping you lose weight and maintain a healthy body. Water helps you regulate. It keeps you hydrated. It keeps you healthy and also definitely keeps you losing weight. So it's definitely, I say definitely far too many times, but it is 100% something that you should be doing and drinking enough water is something that you've got to do. Um, basically, what I tend to tell my girls and something that really helps me keep my water in, one, have a drink with a straw, that 100% helps me. And then two, give yourself some time limits. So what I say to myself is I drink a litre by 10am, a litre by 2pm and then another litre by 6pm. And just having them sort of timings in place really helps you get that water in. And you can add juice to your water. There's no reason why you can't have juice as long as it's obviously no added sugar or if it is added sugar, make sure that you're tracking it within your calorie amount. But water can be really boring, but I love it. The more you drink, the more you like it. At first, the more water you drink, the more times you go to a toilet. But this is really normal and your body does get used to it. Your bladder does honestly get used to it, I promise. I just tend not to drink after 7pm because, yeah, you'll be going to the toilet all night. So I always stop at least by 7pm at the maximum. Okay, let's go into number four. So getting enough sleep and recovery. It is so important to be getting enough sleep and to be getting enough recovery. A lot of people go too hard too quickly. Um, and that is going straight into number five on the list, which is going too hard too quickly, which means then giving up. So if you're not getting enough sleep and you're not getting enough recovery, that me then means that you feel fatigued, which is then a vicious circle to kind of not wanting to exercise, wanting to comfort eat and wanting to get them sugary foods in. So it's kind of two in one here. By getting enough sleep and enough recovery, it means that you have enough energy to go and train and to train well, and then getting enough food to kind of really get your body regulating and fueling them workouts. But if you go too hard too quickly and you restrict your food really quickly and you don't have a lot, you're basically going to flag really quickly, if I'm going to say the word quickly again, you're basically going to flag and then that means that you know, you can't go and do everything that you want to do. You basically give up, comfort food comes in, and then you become really disappointed with yourself. But if you start nice and slow, you know, build yourself up gently, build them kind of challenges up, and then, you know, you're able to be more consistent with it because you're actually enjoying it rather than getting fatigued and tired and just feeling miserable in general. So number four and five is getting enough sleep and recovery because that helps your muscle re muscles recover if you get enough sleep. It also helps with weight loss. But going too hard too quickly and then giving up is not going to be beneficial for you. Number six is restricting food. If you find that you're restricting food on a reg regular basis, like you're saying to yourself, I'm going to have lower carbs or I'm not having or I'm having a higher fat, higher protein diet. I'm not having cake. I'm not having chocolate. All of them things that you tell yourself that you don't want to have, you're going to crave because you are telling yourself that you don't want to have it. Now, I always recommend to all my clients, make sure you're eating foods that you actually enjoy. There is nothing worse than trying to eat foods that you absolutely hate because let's face it, if you're doing that, you're not going to stick to it. So try and be really understanding with yourself that there needs to be a nice balance of healthy, nutritious, dense foods, but also foods that you actually enjoy. There is nothing wrong, or there, there is no bad or good foods, and there is nothing wrong with processed foods, but as long as you are getting your nutrients, your fruit, your veg, 
and just making sure that you've got some really nutrient dense meals. There is nothing wrong with having a few squares of chocolate in the evening or, you know, in, in putting that into your diet because let's face it, we've got to, this has got to be a consistent diet. And the more foods that are in your diet that you actually like, the more you're going to want to stick to it, which then makes it a long-term lifestyle change rather than just something that you've done over the weekend and not seen results with. So definitely don't restrict foods and make sure that you are enjoying everything and there are no good or bad foods. Number seven, not being consistent enough. So it can be really hard to be consistent when you're not seeing the, the scale weight change. And this is something that I've talked about quite a lot. Um, you'll do it for a week, you'll be really great with your food, track your calories, exercise, and then you'll do a week and you'll see that the scale weight hasn't changed. So you get fed up and you give up at the weekend. When actually you need so much longer than just a week, if you'd have continued through for the next week, you would have seen results. And it's just about being consistent. The more consistency you see within yourself, the more results that you're going to see. If you think it's going to happen really quick, think again. All of the transformations that you see and that you want to achieve and you, you look at other people and go, oh, why can't I do that? It's because you're not being patient enough, you're not being consistent enough and you haven't got the kind of self-belief within yourself to keep going. So I definitely recommend becoming more consistent, you know, giving it some more time before you you rush out and kind of go, nope, it's not working. Definitely give it more time. Number eight is having a takeaway and drinking every weekend. A lot of people do this and they don't track their alcohol. Alcohol is hidden calories, let me tell you that. Um, a lot of people think that there's no calories in alcohol, but there 100% is cocktails being the worst so if you think that you're being good all week and then at the weekend you're having a meal out a takeaway on the friday some alcoholic drinks on the saturday you're looking at over near say you're eating 3,000 calories over at the weekend and you've been in a calorie deficit of 3,000 calories throughout the week you will not lose weight because that means you will be maintaining your weight and rather than losing it so you can't out outwork a bad diet basically if you are eating over much at the weekend if you're having takeaways every weekend drinking every weekend you can't expect to see results on the team on the coach by ac team we always work around social events so we may drop calories during the week um, and then make room for things at the weekend but like i say to all my clients i will always level their expectations you cannot expect to do that every weekend and continuously lose weight. There's always going to be social events that we can work around, but that can't continue every weekend because you're going to continuously go over on calories and then that's just going to build up and then you won't be in a calorie deficit, which means no fat loss going on. Number nine is not changing your calories. So you have probably maybe calorie counted in the past gone up and down with your calories, not know when to change them, should you change them, then you change them, then you change them back up, then you don't see any changes, so you go back down. The key factor here is having a coach. I'm not just plugging my own business here, but if you are continuously on the same amount of calories for a period of time and you don't drop them when needed or when the body stats come in that show that you're needed, show that it's needed, then it's you won't see results basically. 
your body gets very used to um, regulating at a certain amount of calories. So there's always going to need to be drops in calories. But this has to be done specifically when your body is plateauing for a certain amount of time. And as a coach, I have the knowledge of knowing when to change your calories and when to up them, when to lower them. But if you're shop sharping, changing them around all the time, it's not going to be consistent. So that goes back to number seven, not being consistent enough. But if you are then again, you know, staying at the same calories for a long period of time and it's not changing on the scale, that's when you have to make changes. And you do, I always start high with clients on high calories. So there's a lot of room to move because like I say, when you've been at the same amount of calories for a period of time, your body starts to regulate and work at using them calories. So Definitely knowing when to make the right choices is really important and not shop chart changing them around all the time, but also making sure on the other hand that you are changing them when needed after a nice long period of seeing how the body data is coming in. So number 10, you're not tracking body data or your emotions. So if you aren't tracking your body data and that is measurements, scale weight, photos and then also noting down how your emotions are feeling each week then I would definitely recommend that you do that one it's really important to have a look at your data as a coach is exactly what I do for all of my clients at every check-in every week I have a look at how they're feeling I have a look at their body data and I make changes accordingly and if you're not tracking your body data, how are you meant to see exactly what's going on and how to make them changes and knowing when to? I can understand it can be really hard to, if you do have a bad relationship with the scale, but what I recommend is weighing yourself every day unless you have some really bad relationship that you cannot do so. But it's important to see them weight fluctuations, you know. It is really good to see them every day and see when they go up and down because it is so normal for your scale weight to fluctuate so much during the week. And then you just look back at the week and see an average amount of, of loss or the average lowest weight. And it's really important to see and it can really educate you on scale weight fluctuations and actually improve that relationship with the scales. So I definitely recommend tracking your body data. You can even track your body fat percentage or however depth you want to go into it. Just make sure you are tracking if you're looking to get results. Obviously, coaching can definitely help if you're finding it overwhelming to do it yourself. But with all of these 10 reasons, and if you change kind of and take on board like the top tips that I've given you, it can definitely help you see results. Hopefully, this podcast has helped you today, guys. Only a quick one, 10 reasons why you aren't getting results. Let me know if it's helped you. Share, comment, like the podcast. Anything you can do to get this out there would be fabulous. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a lovely day.